It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, bonjour. Uh, bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Looking good. Thank you, thank you. No, I'm not. I have a hat on. I look like crap. But I, I love your day. t-shirt with the musician. <laughs> this is Coldplay. Co- yes. I you have known you the went colors. to the Coldplay show. I did. Uh-huh. And I, I went too, so. Yep. Um, thank you so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. That's our phone number. Lines are now open to talk love, dating, romance, relationships. Speaking of dating, mm-hmm. do you know what Jill and I did? What did you guys last do? Night? Uh, so our assistant producer, Trisha, right. had a blind date, basically, because he slid into the DMs and they went on a date <laughs> And we didn't really trust it, so we decided to go be spies, Jill and I. <laughs> for real? Yes, for real. And here's what happened. My <laughs> my so friend, crazy. yeah, my friend owns a really nice restaurant in town. Yeah. So I said, I will set you guys up at a table. Right. The nice table in the restaurant. Jill and I are going to be at the next table over in our inspector gadget outfits, like trench coat, <laughs> very inconspicuous. Um, and we're going to spy just in case he's a weirdo or tries anything. Oh, or I also want to see, like, if it goes well. I want to see if what they make out. See? I want to take Ooh, pictures. Really? Yeah, I wanted to see if he would pay, be a gentleman, pull a chair, you know, be, being, like, nice. Um, so <laughs> my goodness, I have to tell you all how this date went. I want to know how it went. Do you think it went good or bad? I hope it went well. I don't know. If I don't... you were a guessing man. Was both of you in the room? I don't think it can go very far without some shenanigans happening. Shenanigans happened for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but they weren't mine and Jill's. Nope. Nope. And I will tell you how this whole date went. Really? I want to pull Trisha on the air and embarrass the heck out of her. That's coming up <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going to take your calls, 855-905-8255. I want to talk about online like app dating. Somebody slid into your DMs. It's kind of a blind date. Like back in the day, uh-huh. friends would set you up. You go on a blind date. Now you kind of can see pictures and you text back and forth. But it's still kind of a blind date because you don't know the chemistry. You don't know the intention until you're face-to-face, right? Right. Uh, that's what I think. So our assistant producer, Trisha, uh, went on a blind date from a guy who slid into the DMs. Oh, Lord. And I, I, Trisha is here. Hi, Trisha. Hello. Hi, so Trisha. I said, and Simon and Jill, you argued with me. I said the first day he just wants one thing because he doesn't know you. And all of a sudden he slid into your DMs and said, ooh, you're hot. Let's go out. I mean, if you don't know someone, why are you asking them out? If uh, only by a photo. Just to be fair, did he say, you hot, I want to go out? What or did was... he say? He on the... said that I was very pretty. That's what he told and, me. And she is. She's Trisha is a very beautiful woman. All right, so Trisha goes on this date. Jill and I are being spies. Um, <laughs> so we all show up at the same time a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Has no idea that there's a couple other people here. So... Um, long story short, he showed up very, very late, like an hour late, right? What? Hour late. Shame. After texting, why don't you just come to the house? Why what? Don't you t- he, why yeah. Don't- yes. Shame. Yes. Just got out of the gym. Got to take a shower. Even why though you- him and I were talking maybe 20 minutes before like we were supposed to be meeting up, like before our meetup time. And I said, okay, so I'm going to get there kind of early. Let me know when you're close. And right. he was like, got it. Sounds good. So I'm under the impression, I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. 
I'm really happy you guys were there because he showed up late, but he was trying to get me to go over to his place um, when he was already supposed to be for there. For hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, for hours and prior I was, even I was to like, the date. No. I was like, that's not happening. I'm like, you can come here. Uh-huh. And then he did show up. He showed up late. He looked like he was going to, he was like wearing he, his pajamas. Like, he looks like he was going to Netflix and chill. Yes. Like he was wearing camo sweats stuff. And yeah. like, like it, he literally was really expecting her to just show up and do what and he wanted her to do. What a loser. Uh, Thank was, you. Yeah. It was, it was funny because I know that you guys stepped away for a little bit. So him and I were talking and he just kept talking about his reality show like the whole yeah, time. He's and on I'm, a reality show. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I, I really don't care. Like this, me this does nothing this, for me, right? <laughs> and you're not getting to know that person if right. all they're talking about is some stupid reality show. But the reason we had to walk away to give them time together yeah. is because Jill, our producer Jill, was a psycho, <laughs> and but in a good what? way, hyper protective. She, she almost punched him. She yeah. was she was so angry because she was being a mama bear, right? I mean, I just was really upset because I was with Trisha all day and she was excited about it. We were both like thinking like, oh, this might be good. What if he's a nice guy? This could go somewhere or whatever. Right. He shows up, pulls all of these things, and then he doesn't even apologize to her for being late. So I called him out. I'm like, aren't you going to apologize to her? And he reluctantly did. And then Angie was like, let's step outside and leave them alone for well, now because I was upset. Jill was a couple of shots in. And so I was uh, I was looking at it as like I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he is everything that like we, it was kind of like I was expecting it. But there was that part of me that I was like, well, I hope he's like a nice guy. Like, I hope this goes well. And then he showed up late and I'm looking at you guys and I'm like, thank God you guys are here. You would have been sitting there for right. an hour. Okay. Uh, oh, I would have left. Yeah. But, yeah. Trisha, if if anybody's more than thirty minutes without telling, leave the room. Thirty. Well, if you if you yeah, <gasps> I, you can go up to thirty. If thirty minutes, and you'll hear just that. I've done it before. Just take your, so, your bag and go. The interesting thing is, is after um after this was done, and he left, and he kept texting me afterwards, asking me where I was and like so what you I could was come doing. Over. And I was like, no, <laughs> like I'm going out. I'm gonna have fun. Right. Like I'm I'm. I've never been here before. Right. I'm not about to. No, no, no. Like it's so, not. No. <laughs> you did the right thing. You were oh, yeah, you were polite, yeah, 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 but yeah. at the same time, it was over. And Simon, when we come back, I want to talk about the online dating. Talk about sliding in the DMs. Does that ever work for you? I mean, it might work for you know booty call ooh la la. Or but is it case by case? Let's talk about it. Could it could be case by case. Okay, Trisha, thank you for sharing your story and letting us embarrass Sorry, you further. Trisha. No problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Anne when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking about blind dates. I mean, blind dates is kind of a thing in the past because now you can go online and find out everything about somebody before you ever go out on a date. Mm -hmm. Do you do that, Simon? If you don't know someone really well, will you Google them? Yeah. And, and <laughs> just really? to see what they look like. Can I be honest? Just because. Well, I think everybody does. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, Google. That's the good thing about Google. I like to go and see what you know what they look like. So you do it just for looks. You don't check to make sure they don't have a criminal record or any of that stuff. You don't go digging. I'm not paranoid like that. I should maybe even know. Just the look, just pictures, you know, images. That's what I want to see. Right. And so, like, if you go on a blind date, because it's been a long time for me. Yeah. What? What? How do you start a conversation on dates like that? Like, just, just uh, as how was you your day today? Or? No, just you know, hey, uh, 
So nice meeting you. Sit down. You like uh, would like to eat. Like you, you prefer vegetarians. You look for the food, the drinks. You look for something concrete. Yeah. Immediate to start the conversation. Nothing difficult. Right. So weather, uh, food, drinks. What type of drinks? Uh, where are you from? Right. Regular questions you would ask somebody you don't know in a bar. Or it's like a job interview or like a, you know, just uh, inquiring mind. It's a conversation. If it's an interview, the date is going south, right. right? Right. If it feels like an interview, it's going south. If it feels like a conversation, it's going north. Plus, if, if it feels like an interview, that means one person's doing all the question asking yes. and the other person isn't doing the same. Like you should, it's a volley, right? Yeah. And, and things have changed drastically for me. I'm in my late 40s. The way I do that in my 20s, 30s and 40s. I mean, you, the questions you ask past 40 are way more direct than you would ask at 30 or 20. Way more direct. And women ask me questions. Totally direct. Totally direct. Oh. Well, we're going to take some calls when we come back. And okay. We'll answer that too. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking calls at 855-905-8255. We're talking about blind dating, which is kind of a thing of the past, mm -hmm. sliding in the DMs on social media, <laughs> asking somebody out. And then how do you start that conversation? Is it like you said, Simon, in a bar? Same thing. If Same you see thing. someone in person. Yep. Um, so let's go to the phones. Listening right now in Temple, Texas on Mix 104.7, here's Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. Hey, guys. Love the show. I know that, um, you know, blind dates are kind of a thing of the past, but it's funny because, you know, you're putting your faith in someone else to set you up, like your friends or family, if you do a blind date. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I've done it a few times. It's always super exciting. They talk the person up. You're going to love oh, the person. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then you get a really clear view of how your friends and family see you when the date shows up. <laughs> That's a great like, point what? because the, you, you're thinking in your mind, well, this person what? knows me better than anybody. So I bet this is going to be an amazing match. And then you're like, you match me with someone who still sleeps with stuffed animals at 40 years old. What are you thinking I'm like? <laughs> like That's oh, my gosh. Point. I mean, I showed up and there was like a guy. He just looked like a preschool teacher. And I was like, really, guys, this is you really thought this was going to work. And you just you just start going, you know what, guys, I'll, I'll do the online thing. At least I have some control. So I, I what, get it from that perspective. Now I'm curious. What, is what a does guy, a preschool yeah, teacher what does look, look like? like? He just looked, you know, if you could if you could sum up what boring look like. And I'm not saying preschool teachers are boring, but just tame and. And you know, not exciting. And um, he looked like he looked like Ross Geller on Friends. He was just boring. There was nothing there. Yeah, but even Ross had some swag. <laughs> this guy just Ross really had swag. And, I don't think I've yeah. ever heard anybody say that. That's amazing. Yeah, I can't. I can't with boring. Jacqueline, thank you so much for calling and giving thank us you, your Jacqueline. perspective. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, more of the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about being set up now because mm -hmm. our last call was saying, hey, I was on a blind date. Blind dates are kind of a thing of the past now because you can Google somebody. It's not 100% blind. You just have a little bit of uh, vision impairment. Let's put it that way. And Simon, we were talking about how friends, family, whatever, if they set you up, you have this real emboldened sense of this is going to work because these people know me better than anybody. So if anybody's going to like get it right, it's my sister or my friend or my cousin. Like, so has this happened? It has happened. So to validate what you're saying, for instance, my brother and my cousin, Nicholas, they know me so well every time, but every time they set me up, 
It's a win. Disaster. No, no, no. It's a win. When man set up for man, usually it's a win. Oh. The problem starts when it's a, a woman who sets me up with another woman and she said, oh, this, that. And I don't think they realize what I look for and all this, even though I said so. And then there is not a match. For instance, a wonderful friend of mine set me up years ago with a wonderful woman. Uh -huh. But, you know, I don't drink much. I don't party and all this. And she sets me up with the biggest party girl ever. And I am sitting at I the table. I thought we were going to be a great match. Yeah, I, I, I just, like, <laughs> if you could have given it a chance. Well, <laughs> no, but I, so, so I'm looking, and then I see all the vodka passing and all this, and I'm thinking. Yeah, it's just yeah, not your scene. It's not my lifestyle. So it's just like, why my friend did that to me? It's just, it's yeah, like, that's very, because that's a very, uh, it's but, one of the cornerstones yeah, of who you are. It, like, you're a non-drinker. Yeah, and, I'm a non-drinker. And, you know, right. and, and, and so that was one thing. And so when my brother or Benjamin or my cousin Nicholas, they set me up in the past, it's not, 99% success. I think. Do you think that that's because men will set up other men based on visual, because men are visual, and women will be like, she's really sweet. Right. Sweet. <laughs> you know? But is this she's my type? So sweet. Exactly. That, and also, I think. Uh, girls are so protective of their girlfriends, right? That even if the, you know they will talk up somebody, even if they even, don't, know, yeah. Even if they know they're not, because they love her so much, yeah, yeah, As yeah. a girlfriend, that so, they don't want to say anything bad. No, exactly, right. Um, and 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 you know, I think a lot of times too, if because I've set up friends with other friends before, yeah. Um, and I know because I think kind of like a man a little bit as well. So you do, you do so, well for that. So I try not to set up somebody that I know will not be emotionally, mentally, but also physically incompatible. So I think you want so badly, though, to have your two friends find love because when your close friends are happy and in love, it just sort of enhances I agree. the circle of happiness you're in. Uh, if I personally, with my husband and I, we're a happy couple. Yep. I don't like to spend a lot of time with Couples that are like hate each other. I feel like it just kind of like is bad juju rubs off on you. You start to feel the icky from it. It's the energy is bad. I agree hundred percent. But there is something that I mean, and you agree. You, you said you set me up, or you you're very good at that. Um, you understand. But there is women who, and I don't want to say that in a bad way. No, that's not a bad thing. We we women are less physical. When it comes to should hooking ask, up, should ask their friends what's your type, what's not, or kind of you know because sadly sometimes you hear, oh, give her a chance, okay, and then you give her a chance, and then the conversation for both is difficult, right? You right. end up there, she's you're not her type, she's not your type, and right. it becomes an interesting transition from that to having a friendly well, dinner. Let's be honest, and I think any woman listening would agree with this too. It doesn't matter if on paper. Everything is perfect. Like, you guys are the same religion. You're the same political affiliation. You have the same number of siblings. You both want the same things. You're both perfect. If you don't have that spark, physical spark, the ooh-la-la, like, if energy. you don't have that energy, I don't care how perfect you are on paper. It's never going to be there for you. And Thank then you, that's Angie. all you can think about is, like, I don't want to be with this person. Thank you, Angie. You said it perfectly. If there is not the chemistry, there's no spark for love. Right. Depend doesn't matter. I mean, listen, and the truth is interracial works. Everything yeah. works. Interreligion, everything. Yeah. So it's not about that. If we have everything that looks perfect and we don't feel it, if you don't feel it, you don't feel it. But can you feel it after a few dates, Angie? Maybe. Mm. Like if somebody is so great in every single way and I'm not feeling 
the ooh-la-la attraction, I might give it a couple more shots just to see if maybe I'm having an off day and I'm not seeing what I need to see or to see if something sparks because why throw out 90% good for 10% bad? Well said. All right, more of the rendezvous. We're going to play your favorite game and my favorite game, too. Date Date or or dump. dump. We're going to read an email that came into simonandangie.com. That's next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, relationships, romance, and we give advice and we listen. Uh, Sometimes it's hard to call in the radio show at 855-905-8255 with your relationship problems. It's a little personal. You don't want your voice to be heard. You don't want someone recognizing you. So we always take your email questions as well, Mm -hmm. simonandangie.com. Yes. So let's go to one. We're going to play Date or or dump. Dump. This is Evan listening in Troy, Michigan on 100.3 WNIC. Says, I've been uh, seeing a girl for a few weeks now, Simon and Angie. I think we've been on maybe four dates. I noticed that she already has a picture of me as her background photo on her phone. (laughs) Uh, Four dates. We're not exclusive. We're not official. They didn't have the defining DTR. Um, And what's even more weird is that she took the photo from my Instagram, which seems kind of creepy to me. I'm not sure if I should date or dump her. What do you guys think? So it's not like it was a photo, Simon, of the two of them out on their date or something. She went into his Instagram, like kind of shoplifted the photo, stuck it on her phone. So what do you think about that? It all depends, honestly, how old she is. If she's, a, if, if I don't know how old Evan is, but if you are in, you know, late teens, early 20s, you can be very spontaneous, a bit, you know, like, she likes you so much, Evan, and she did it. It's a mistake. If you later on in life, 30s and 40s or 50s, it's creepy. So for me, my answer on date or dump, Angie, depends on how old she is. Because I know teenagers, for instance, mm-hmm. who would do something like this because they get so excited. Yes. That, right? And I, I mean, I would say then date her. But if you are past 25, mm-hmm. then dump her. Okay. Angie, what is your, your answer on that I'm going to give you my answer. We'll be come back. Uh, I'll give you my answer. Yeah. Date or jump next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going off this date or dump email that we got in at simonandangie.com. Guy's been dating a girl four dates. She took a picture from his Instagram mm-hmm. and put it as her background on her phone after four dates. Not a picture of them together. It's a picture. So now it's four dates. And Simon, you said if she's young, that makes sense. I understand what you're saying, though, because when you're a teenager, when you're in, you know, not mature yes. in relationships yet, you get so excited. So excited. It's hard to temper the excitement, the emotions. I mean, I have a 13-year-old, and I remember <laughs> yeah. feeling that way. Right. Um, but I don't know if this is the case. This seems like a little bit more mature, this email. So I would say it's an adult and if it's an adult, you would say dump. dump. I think these are Creepy both adults. Creepy and yeah. dump. If yes. teenagers date. Uh, even if you're a teenager. No, like, it's fine. Like we didn't have that conversation yet. I don't know. Yeah, but it will last for what it lasts. I just, I don't want to hurt her feelings, okay? There that's you go. Oh, that's very sweet of you. No, no okay. but listen. Well, listen, if it were my daughter, I'd be, I'd be like, you're being very thirsty. You yeah. better take that picture off your phone because he'll dump you for that. That's what I would right. tell my that own kid. That would be good advice. Yeah, don't be thirsty. But if you were his mom, if you were Evan's mom and his girlfriend did that. I would say your girlfriend is very thirsty. Um, you guys are not there yet. You need to dump her. 
That's just me. I'm harsh though. I'm the I'm the realist. If it was my son, I would You're say give her, give her a chance. She's just likes you so much. It's okay. There you go. See, that's your romance side. All right. <laughs> Thanks for sending that email in, Evan. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Give us a call anytime if you want to comment, if you need advice, love, dating, relationship, or romance, ooh la la, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. So we were talking about uh, dating people. Well, first it started out as dating online. Then it started out as creepers. And we had this date or dump about somebody who's been on four dates the person they went on a date with immediately put them up as their background on their phone. A little creepy, a little too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking off the air about, oh, what was your creeper story? I liked yours. I remember when this yeah, happened remember. in real time, I remember. But I want you to remind everybody if they never heard it. Yeah, here's a story that you know you got to watch out. So a couple of months ago, at least six or something, and a friend of mine set me up with a friend. Okay, So she said, uh, my friend... Uh, you know, would would love to meet you for a drink or something. So why don't you guys reach out? We start texting back and forth, back and forth. And uh, she lived in New York. I was supposed to go to New York finally to have a, to have dinner, or something with her, to meet her. The Friday I was going to go to New York on Sunday. The Friday I receive on Facebook Facebook friend invitation by her ex boyfriend. Oh, right. Like out of like he creeped on me. Like, and but how did he know? So I said to her, right? I sent her. I I, I took the picture on my phone. And I sent a screenshot, screenshot uh-huh. Uh-huh. of him, you know, and I said, how did this guy knows my name? Knows that we went on a date. And, 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 and we're going to go on a date. How, how that happened? She goes, I don't know. Let me check. She comes back with the weirdest story that I knew somebody in his town that I would, I would have talked to somebody I never even knew badly about him and her. And he was just now watching me. What? Yeah. So it was and all I, that was a lie. Yeah, that was a lie. So she, I said she was in her, contact with him. Yeah, of course she was still in contact, even right, though they've been right, separated right, right. for six months. And I said to her, How can you believe him? And she said, How can I believe you? And when she, she said that yeah. and defended the creeper, yeah. I said, Listen, I think we gotta pause all this. Yeah. And she said, I understand. I said, you know, we're set up by great friends, great friends of mine, mm-hmm. great friend of yours. Never had a problem like this in my life, but that's you know, common though. I think a lot of times when you're in a new relationship, or you you go on a date with somebody, their ex will find you, yeah, and but, then you know it's like whoa, 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 what's going on here? Yeah, obviously she talked. Obviously he found me because she talked yeah, about me. That's crazy. You know, and so that was really creepy, and I'm you know I'm so glad I evaded this at first. What what about you, Angie? Do you have one story like this? Like, I have a lot of stories, but there's one in particular that stands out. You know, I get up for work yeah. super early. I leave my house at like four o'clock in the morning. This That's is when right. I lived in Minneapolis. I had a date one night and date's over. It was fine. I wasn't like excited about it. or I, I kind of knew that I wasn't going to be like, it wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't bad. It just was whatever. And then I go to bed this was probably 11 o'clock at night. Then I go to bed. I get up for work. I go to my car, 4 a.m. I had to park on the street. Um, and uh-huh. there was a note and flowers like on underneath my windshield wiper blades that he stuck and left there, meaning he uh-huh. knew where I lived and he didn't pick me up for the date. Because, by the way, don't ever get picked up on a first date. Go by yourself. Good advice. So you can leave when yes. you want to leave. Um, so he knew where I lived and left me a note like, I had so much fun last night. Meaning he got up before I got up. And I get up at four and came back to my house. That's And creepy, left scary. all that stuff there. That's scary. I had one friend. This is even worse. I'll never forget this. She went on a date with a guy. He was smitten with her. 
from date one. Like, you could tell he was super into her. She, again, was kind of like, whatever about it. He dropped her off, and she goes to sleep, wakes up in the morning, starts backing out of her driveway, uh-huh. notices the same car sitting at, you know, like on the street that had dropped her off. Yeah. She slows down. He's sleeping in the car. What? And so she goes to the window and is like, what are you doing? She thought he was dead. Something it's, That's so weird. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, um, I know we were out last night. I just wanted to make sure you got up for work okay. So I thought I would wait. He sat and waited. Cold 911. Oh, crazy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, she never yeah. saw him again because she cursed him out at that moment. But how bizarre is that? Scary. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got one. At least one. If you've been on more than one date, you've got one crazy creeper story, and I want to hear them. I oh, mean, yeah, we, uh... these are fun. Make us feel normal. 855-905-8255. Who was the creeper? What did they do? What did you do? That's next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking calls at 855-905-8255, talking about creepers. Yes. Everybody's had one. At least. At least one. Uh, Some of us have had many, depending (laughs) on how many dates we've been on. So let's go to the phone. I want to hear your creeper story. Here's Eric listening in Longmeadow, Massachusetts on Mix 93.1. Hey, Eric. Hey. uh, How's it going, guys? Bonjour, Eric. Good. Tell us about the creeper. Well, Andy, you will feel normal after this. Okay, good. One. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm trumping you both. Um, I dated a furry. What? Okay, Simon. I, do you, yeah. Hold on uh, one I, second. Yeah. Let Let me give Simon a little backstory. Do you know what a furry is, Simon? I certainly do. You know what a furry is. Yes, people like to make love dressed oh, yeah. up as animals. And, yeah. And, yes. Uh huh. Costume. Uh, so, <laughs> please, Eric, go on. I well, I, I started seeing this girl, and we both love animals. Turns out uh, that she loves them a little bit more than I do. Uh, we <laughs> ended up doing volunteering at a animal rescue, and hit it off. And I should have known early because she uh, would draw pictures of us, but instead of our faces, it would be our faces as like cats. Like it would be a cat wearing my clothes and my glasses. Oh my gosh! A cat with like one of her outfits and Eric, uh, Eric, I I am obsessed with this story. I hate that we have to take a break. Can you hang on for one second? Because I need (laughs) to hear the rest. Okay. Oh my gosh, the furry story of the creeper. I love it. This is a first <laughs> on this show. It is a first on yeah. that. Well, and then we're going we're gonna to find out how Simon knows about uh, furries when we come back <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. I want to welcome back our caller uh, that called in at 855-905-8255. Eric is still listening on Mix 93.1 in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Eric, we're talking about things that creeped you out on a date. And you were discussing a furry yes. that would um, draw pictures of you guys dressed up as cats, dogs, whatever. Please go on, because I've been waiting with bated breath. It, it was one of those odd things where she just kind of tried to ease me into it. We're both kind of nerdy. We went to a comic book convention, and there were furries there. And she was just kind of feeling me out, like, oh, what do you think about that? And I thought it was silly. And then she told me that it was wrong. We started watching furry YouTube videos to learn more about it. And she kind of dropped it for a little while. And then one day, 
greeted me at her apartment in her um, costume. Persona, as they call it. Her persona. Uh, Can you please tell us which animal it was in the animal kingdom? It was a cat. It was a cat, yeah. So she wasn't just playing Halloween cutesy with the little ears. It was head to toe. It was nowhere near Halloween. It was was what she was into. Everybody's got their thing, Simon. There's nothing wrong with furries. No, really not. I mean, if you're into it, you're into it. Yeah, uh, whatever get, turns you on. It's the element of surprise, you know, for, for, for Eric. But I, what made you, when you said, because, yeah, furry or others, everybody has their own thing. What was the thing that creeped you out? About the costume in particular, their eyes just look so dead and vacant. Like, oh. I, I wanted to be a good sport, but I just couldn't. It, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. We've had a no lot of firsts tonight. See, yeah, you feel normal. <laughs> totally, Simon. Totally, we're totally normal. No, we're not. But all right, <laughs> more of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Simon Marcel, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Our French romance expert. Lots of people send emails into simonandangie.com mm-hmm. because sometimes they need that loving, romantic French touch well, that I don't really have. I have this very honest. Oh, you have a very loving um, touch. You oh, may be very you. real, but it, you're very loving and kind. Well, sometimes I have to shoot people straight when you are actually <laughs> erring on the That's side true. of heart and romance, that and is- I'm erring on the side of head like no but uh wayne listening on 93.9 my fm in chicago says bonjour simon marcel bonjour wayne my wife is mad at me because she found out the ring that i gave her for our anniversary was actually a ring that i bought for my ex-wife first oh i know Stop talking, Angie. I never actually gave it to my ex-wife because things went bad before it got to that point so I gave it to my now wife. She wanted to return it because a stone was missing, but I obviously didn't have the receipt because I bought it years ago, and so I had to tell her the truth. Now she's mad. Was it that bad, though? How can I get her to get over it? Simon. Thanks, Angie. You're welcome. (laughs) And go. Wayne, um, there's nothing worse than lying, and there's nothing better than asking for forgiveness because, okay, we all have lied in our life, it's okay, right? This one is a bad one, but it's life. It's not like you cheated on your wife. It's not like you went back to your ex. No, you made a mistake. You lied. You tried to, to sneak in the old ring. And instead of telling her the truth, you made that mistake. Own it. The best way to get forgiveness is to own your mistake. Yeah, and I think that's so important. Owning own. your actions. Yes. It, it's, it's a lost uh, it's, it's a lost art within relationships sometimes because I find a lot of people will make excuses for it. Well, she never used it. Well, we broke up. Well, it's like I don't have the receipt. No, 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 no. That's not the problem. The problem is you tried it in the first place, so own that you made a mistake. Yes, because once you own your mistake, you can get forgiveness. Right. So I would say this. I'm going to you know, role play a little. I would just say, honey, listen, one you know, I didn't tell you the truth, and I'm sorry for that because it was a lie, and I'm sorry, number one. And number two, why don't we get a brand new ring? Let me make up for it. And that's where, you know, you, instead of that ring, you get a new fresh start. So not only are you apologizing, but you're also I offering a solution. Th- my solution would be to get a brand new ring that she likes and mm-hmm. make her happy and said, please 
you know, forgive me for that mistake. We all make mistakes, and it's true. I made it. I lied. I asked for forgiveness. Well, there, I mean, there's and kind let, of like... let me get you a new ring. There's a few mistakes in here. Like, the first mistake was that it was his ex's ring, mistake one. Yes, for me, it's a big mistake. It's the biggest mistake. Yes, it mistake is. Mistake two is kind of janky because it's missing some stones. Big mistake two. Uh, mistake three is old. You ain't got no receipt. Three mistakes, and then you try to... No, wait, four, because you just try to pass it off like it was something new. Right. There's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of mistakes, but, yeah. but Angie... Yes. It's not if, the end of the world. I want to know, you're a realist, but you're a sweetheart. Would you forgive... Let's say it's your husband this time. I would forgive... I would hold it over his head for so long, though. That's not good. Oh, my god! Even if he gives you a brand new, nice, beautiful <gasps> ring. You should have done that in the first place. Yeah. But we make mistakes, Oh, every time there was a birthday and anniversary Christmas, I'd be like, don't be trying to, like, throw me your ex-wives, <laughs> like, shampoo products or half-used <laughs> bottles of bath salts or whatever. Like, I Angie. would always rub it in. Until, Until I dug him into the ground and made him feel horrible and like broke him as a man. That's no, what I no, would do. No, 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 no. What? No. That's wrong? It's wrong because answering Why? an aggression by an aggression creates war. This is not aggressive. It's, it's passive aggressive. It is, but it goes. This is what women do. I know, Angie. <laughs> but if you love the new ring, I would be your husband and say, listen, what I got you. Yes, I made a mistake, uh -huh. but look at your ring on your finger now. Oh. I gave it everything oh. I you got. You didn't think about that beforehand? No, because I made a mistake. Because you're cheap. No, I made a mistake. You're cheap. Well, no, you're dumb. I was cheap. You're cheap. I and was. Where is the Gucci bag that that ring was supposed to come in? It comes with it. Look at what's your, on your arm. Okay. Life is too short to Whatever. be passive aggressive. Okay. Let's be loving. All right. Let's be loving. I love you, Simon. I love you too, Mangie. All right. Was that <laughs> passive aggressive? No. <laughs> it was. I heard it. I'm kidding. Thank you for the email. Don't do that ever again, ever, ever, ever. No. Yes. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great show tonight. Another great one. If you missed anything, love dating romance, please check out our website, simonandangie.com. You can send us emails there. You can uh, watch back episodes of In Bed with Simon, your TV show on the FYI channel. Yeah, please go watch it, simonandangie.com. A lot of great questions, great answers. Yeah, it's basically All this on the bed. It's The Rendezvous on the bed on TV. That's it, in public. In public. And you can also hear um, you know, podcasts if you miss any segments tonight uh, blind dates we talked about mm -hmm. our girl Trisha who works on the show went on a horrible blind date with <laughs> a reality loser uh, being set up by your friends is this a good or a bad thing how does that work out and the creepy things people do on dates uh, Evan's dater dump yes about the uh, picture on her phone screensaver yes. after four dates but when we were talking about blind dates Simon that's where your Simon says came in thanks Angie yes and I really mean it if a first date feels like an interview, things are going south. If you don't feel it's a conversation, mm -hmm. you know you don't have the chemistry. Right. If only one side asking the question, the other side is answering, you're not getting for a job. You're looking for love, and right. love is not a job. And pe right? people's so. favorite topics are always going to be themselves. So it's good to ask questions. It's not good to bring out the spotlight and waterboard somebody into answering every little detail and, you want to know. And for all the women listening to us tonight, I mean it. Don't let a guy ask all the questions. You want to know who he is, what yes. he wants, his past. Because they use that to compliment you and make you feel important. You want to know who he is. Ask questions to your day, too. Oh, that's really interesting. I'm going to bring that up on the next show. 
um, asking questions in order to compliment people. Thank you for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.